Talking Books on News Talk 106 to 108. You know, it seems like a frivolous word to discuss this idea of pretentiousness. But I think ultimately when you really, really kind of like crack open that word and you really sort of look at what all the issues are around it, what we're really looking at is issues of how we get on with each other, how we value culture, how we value the people that make the world around us. Man is least himself when he talks in his own person. Give him a mask and he will tell you the truth. The words of Irish dramatist, novelist and poet Oscar Wilde. Hello, how are you? And you're very welcome to Talking Books. I'm Susan Cahill. It's lovely to have your company this evening. Well, on tonight's show, we're going to meet with two brave and outspoken writers and unpack why pretentiousness is vital to a thriving culture and in promoting tolerance and respect for cultural diversity. Journalist, artist and writer Dan Fox defends his new book, Pretentiousness, Why It Matters. And actor, playwright and writer Jacqueline Mulhallen talks Percy Bysshe Shelley, poet and revolutionary. This is a show about authenticity, ideas, imagination and individualism. But first, are we all pretenders? Dan Fox is a co-editor of Freeze, Europe's premier magazine for contemporary art and culture, and he is also the co-founder of the music label Junior Aspirin Records. Well, Dan's first book, Pretentiousness, Why It Matters, has just been published by Fiscaraldo Editions, and I have to say, it's a robust and intelligent defence of pretentiousness as a necessity for innovation, growth and diversity in our culture. In Pretentiousness, Why It Matters, Dan argues, The accuser of pretension always assumes bad intentions. Truth is, more often than not, pretension is simply someone trying to make the world more interesting, responding to it the way they think is appropriate. It's more likely that what you think is one person's pretension is another's good faith. What we are reluctant to admit is that culture would have no colour without pretension. It would be a lifeless shade of gapstore beige. To fear being accused of pretension is to police oneself out of curiosity about the world. So what is pretentiousness? Is it always someone else's crime? And would we have no culture without pretension? Well, over the weekend, I got a hold of Dan from his home in New York. I pull it to him. Can pretentiousness be both good and bad? Yes. Yes, it's a very slippery word. In writing this book, I was very conscious of the fact that it wasn't a word that you could ever kind of entirely make positive. You could never entirely appropriate as a positive word. And this is why I called it pretentiousness, why it matters, not pretentiousness, why it's good. Because you can never totally, totally separate it out from issues of narcissism or pomposity or snobbery or various other kind of, you know, unpleasant human traits. Well, how would you define it then? Well, I think that that what is interesting about pretentiousness is that it involves a degree of stretching beyond your means. It involves a degree of risk and, you know, pretending to be something you're not, pretending to try and do something creatively that may be your own personal background or your um, circumstances might not necessarily align with. Um, So putting on airs and graces, that type of thing, is it? Well, putting on airs and graces is a very, very interesting phrase to choose because I think that's very loaded with class connotations to do with, you know, 
pretending to have a certain kind of social status that you might not have. But pretension is an interesting thing because, as we all know, we all use the term. We apply it as an insult to so many different situations, you know, from a restaurant that someone you know, might be running through to the clothes that someone wears, through to someone's, you know, hobbies or what have you. So it's never always entirely to do with class, although it's got a lot to do with that. But it's, to, it's basically a way of like saying someone is doing something that, that we don't think they should be doing. In that sense, that's where I step in and I like to think of this as a possibly creative force. The idea that pretending to be something you're not, overstretching yourself, taking some kind of risks actually is, is a sort of a, a driving motor in the way culture is made, in the way society is made. And what about the charge of authenticity? Well, we have a very, very 